0: Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on personal growth and lifestyle design. My name's Eileen, and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. Every Sunday, you'll get new insight and inspiration on how to create your dream life. After the episode, the conversation continues in our Lavender Lifestyle Facebook group. I can't wait to see you there. Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. Hi everyone, welcome back to The Lavender Lifestyle. It's Eileen. Today's episode is a special treat for you guys, especially if you watch a lot of YouTube. So I'm sure some of you have heard of Jenny and David Mustard. So Jenny and David are the Berlin-based, Sweden-born creative couple behind the Mustards. In their podcast and on their YouTube channel, they touch on everything lifestyle, vegan, and minimal, all in their own quirky mustard way. So they're a totally fun couple to chat with. I think you guys will really enjoy this episode and just getting to learn more about Jenny and David and this lifestyle that they've created for themselves because they're vegan, they're minimalist, they're constantly traveling, living in different cities all around the world, and they just live a very creative and beautiful life, I would say. So today I wanted to dive into their story and how they crafted this life for themselves because I've always been fascinated with them. So I hope you enjoy it. All right. Hello, Jenny and David. I'm so excited to have you here on the show. And I'm sure a lot of my listeners are really excited to hear you guys too and get to know you more. Oh Hello, hi. hi. It's so nice to be on your show. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. I know. I'm super excited. So I guess I wanna start off just learning more about your story. I mean, how did you two meet? Oh. Oh wow. This, this, <laughs> I'm going this this there. Is decades ago now. <laughs> no, no,
1: no. It is more than a decade.
2: Decades ago. It's
1: more than a decade, so we could almost call it decades. Yeah. Right? Yeah, almost. <laughs> How well, long ago
2: is it? 12 years, 13 years, maybe.
1: Yeah, we, wow. we uh, were we were celebrating 12 years together in April. Yeah. Uh, oh. You had no idea about this, but I know.
2: <laughs> yeah, you you're more <laughs> of the you're more the celebratory person.
1: Yeah, how did oh. we meet uh, through through friends mm-hmm. at first? Yeah. Uh, I was uh, We
2: were kind of in the same group of friends, but yes. both like you were more on the outskirts of this group.
1: Yes, I was.
2: So you were kind of Uh, David sort of uh, started hanging out more and more with us and then
1: yeah exactly and and, uh, like you had a boyfriend I was single for a while and then I had a girlfriend and we were both became single and it was just like this back and forth thing and then was like we both came out of a long relationships, like three years or something so we were like should we just have fun a bit and then we were like yeah we were
2: really casual in the beginning yeah but we were always a bit flirty, even when we were just friends. I think we were always a bit flirty with each I, other.
1: I wasn't, because I'm, I'm like true to okay. the person.
0: <laughs> Jenny was a bit flirty. <laughs> yes. Oh which, my God. Which
1: I, which I don't want to know, uh, that you're flirty with other guys.
0: I, I
2: am definitely Uh-oh. not flirty with not other anymore. guys. Not anymore. I can assure you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, am, I, I think I'm, 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 uh, I'm just a very open person, kind of like sociable so okay. yeah, I am I'm, I'm I'm a bit more flirtatious in my nature than you are. Yeah, I would say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what what were you in your life like? Were you still students? Were you working? Were you like creating at that time? I I was just working in a shoe
2: shop,
1: and, and I was working at a supermarket.
2: Yeah, and then uh, I you started studying film uh, theory. Yeah and i started studying uh, biology i'm i'm actually a biologist yeah. yeah
1: so so we started studying during our time together oh, and then interesting. It, it's so long ago so it's like we've developed together throughout these years yeah, basically
0: yeah yeah we became adults together yeah kind of
1: yeah you can say that
0: that's so beautiful <laughs> that's so cute so you were studying together and you were already together what made you decide to jump into the creative industry did you do it together or was jenny first david like how how did that look like
1: well this this was jenny's thing right
0: Mm-hmm. i mean you
2: studied you studied when we moved to london you started studying um movie production yes yeah. so you had this uh, plan to become a, like a filmmaker yeah so you already mm-hmm. knew that you wanted to do something creative
1: yes exactly
2: and i just knew that i didn't want to be an employee employment oh, yeah. didn't work for me at <laughs> all so <laughs>
1: I, jenny's I, a ter- terrible <laughs> employee <laughs> yeah
2: i'm not good with that <laughs> so I, I knew that i had to start something yeah. um so it, in the beginning it was a website yeah so that's how I started just like selling vintage clothes online
1: yeah. and that, that was very creative because mm-hmm. you were modeling I was taking pictures and we did a lot of creative stuff but, but it was
2: still just photos of clothes for sale it wasn't yeah. like the because now I feel like we're creating like as soon as we get a new interest or a new hobby we start creating around that so it's like it can be about
0: anything really.
1: yeah photography videos podcasts it's like whatever we want yeah really.
0: Yeah, I love that about your channel and your podcast. You really talk about a huge range of topics. I mean, this is a question I was going to say for later, but I'm curious. Like, where do you learn these new things? Like, how do you? Oh, do you, I don't know. Do you just have extra free time? To, you know,
1: there's no free time available. <laughs> no, you don't have free time.
2: No. <laughs> But I think now we're starting to have it, have like weekends off hmm. more or less. But I think for for us, it just comes from being like naturally very curious people.
1: We also don't research a subject a lot before we talk about it. We more discuss it together. Yeah like either in the podcast or before we record a podcast or before a video or something. Mm. So it's it's not uh, a wealth of knowledge before we start.
2: <laughs> We're not into the fact business. Yeah. yeah. Right. Definitely. It's more of a curiosity. <laughs> and I think it's like um, being a couple that are both kind of interested in the same things means that we, we talk so much about everything that we kind of come up with things to discuss content-wise
0: like with our audience as well, just from, you know, hanging out together. Yeah. When the mic is off and the camera's off, is Jenny and David Mustard talking the same way that they talk in their podcast? Y- kind of exactly yeah, the same way,
1: only in Swedish. <laughs> yeah,
0: in Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were a bit
2: uh, shocked about that because we have an assistant, and we asked her the other day, like, if she was surprised about the way we were, you know, when the camera is off, if yeah. we were different, because yeah. we're curious about this too. Like, because maybe you don't often realize if you have a. Kind of on camera personality, but she said we were exactly the same off camera as on camera, which yeah, was exactly. reassuring. Yeah,
1: very reassuring.
0: <laughs> That's good to hear. You're real. That's who you are. I hope yeah. so. Yeah. So I wanted to rewind and learn about your lifestyle choices. I mean, you're vegan. You're minimalist. You're constantly traveling. You're, you've are you lived in so many different cities. Let's talk about the story behind all of that. Who was vegan first, and what got you into that?
2: So I, I became vegan first. Uh, I, I've been vegetarian since I was like 13 or, or something and then when I started studying biology I actually studied um, animal uh, protection and animal behavior so we went around to all these different farms like dairy farms and uh, mink farms fish farms and everything and uh, I thought that you know eating eggs and milk was better because you don't have to kill the animal but of course it's it's all the same thing So seeing that firsthand made me go vegan quite instantly. I just felt like I could not support that industry with my money. So a few months later, I nagged David into becoming vegan too. Yeah, exactly.
1: Because I became vegetarian when meeting Jenny. And then like, yeah, a couple of months after Jenny became vegan, I was like... Goodbye, milk chocolate.
0: <laughs> wow. So it was, was it an easy transition for you? You said pretty quickly you just became vegan. Super easy for me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah.
1: It, it was, it was easy. Uh, but also th- there wasn't as much information online about yeah, it. This
2: was, this was ages yeah, ago. Yeah, this was
1: like 2007 or something. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was. You kind
2: of had to figure it out. Like you couldn't go into a supermarket and find
1: like vegan products at all.
2: You could find yeah, well, tofu like, if you were yeah, lucky. But. Yeah, with
1: frozen vegan products in Sweden. Yeah, we're, a little bit. Uh, yeah, but
2: good. usually like everything had egg in it. Like even the vegetarian products all had egg in it. And yeah. veganism wasn't really a, a thing back then. So it was a lot of, you know eating chickpeas and falafels kind of yeah. in the beginning <laughs> yeah
0: yeah that takes a lot of effort and commitment so good job on you two <laughs> also Thanks. what about minimalism did that come later what did that story look like
2: i think it's a bit harder to define because i've always been this way sort of naturally it,
1: it was more putting a word to it yeah when it became a uh, uh, thing yeah like i <laughs>
2: I thought that minimalism was just about the aesthetic. I see. So I, I always see myself as, a, you know, an aesthetic minimalist. But then, like, I just I stumble upon it that someone's talked about the minimalist lifestyle. And I just got intrigued and then... It was like, oh, this is what I've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of just got a word for it.
0: Wow. So you've never had a point in your life where you hoarded things and or shopped a lot? Because you, you love fashion, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see myself
2: as a, you know, my, my wardrobe is sort of a revolving uh, wardrobe. So... I since I've been working in fashion too and be selling vintage clothes, I, you know, would buy vintage clothes, wear them for a while and then resell them and that kind of thing. So and still I do that too. I give I I go through my wardrobe and give a lot to charity. You know, because when you're a fashion blogger of course you you get free clothes sent to you as well. So I try not I try to only accept the (laughs) things I I try to only accept the things I really want. But sometimes, you know, the PR agency will just send stuff to you anyway. So Mm.
0: Well, how often do you declutter and go through your stuff to donate? You, whenever I start feeling overwhelmed, yeah.
2: <laughs> whenever I like find something on a, on a hang and go like, "Oh, I forgot I had this," then I know that I have too much stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I like to keep like track of. If I know exactly what I have, I feel like I'm in control of my wardrobe.
1: Yeah, but but I've never been a minimalist. I I just like the. I like the aesthetic of it, and Mm. I like to have a nice, bright, clean home, I guess. The only thing I collect is, like, DVD movies, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then I just, uh, after a while, I get rid of the cover and just put the uh, the, the disc in, like, one of those... Folders, things. basically. <laughs>
0: yeah. I can tell that both of you have really good taste cuz your home is just beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Another thing is like you're constantly traveling, living in different cities. Whose idea was this and and why exactly did you jump into this kind of lifestyle
1: we've lived in a lot of places but it's, it's always been like for two or three or four years at a time so it seems like we've moved around a lot but we have a, like compared to other people i guess we have yeah. <laughs> can you just us-
0: list the cities that you've <laughs> lived in together just so i listen is no uh well we started in in stockholm and then
2: we moved to this small town in sweden where i studied
1: mm-hmm. yeah and, and, and
2: then we moved to london then back to stockholm and now Berlin, and now we're planning to next year move again
1: <laughs> yeah exactly Wait, where are
2: you moving again Ho- next hopefully year?
1: to tokyo or, or something
2: <gasps> like that yeah tokyo we're thinking that would be amazing i love tokyo we, yeah. we're,
1: we're, we're gonna go there this summer and just check it out and mm. see what we think yeah
2: and if we if we love it then we
1: will try to move yeah next we've year. never been there so mm. <laughs> we, we we decide to move there first
2: <laughs> yeah i mean it's, it's always been the same we decide to move to London or we decided to move to Berlin without having like spent a lot of time in these cities and then we just go for a trip like for a week or two and see can we see ourselves here and if we can then why not yeah
0: yeah and I I met you guys when you were in LA and I think you were you told me like you can never see yourself living in LA (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs)
1: yeah exactly it's like it's it's, uh, I I love LA but it's like there's things about it that I, I I couldn't do I
0: understand <laughs> yeah you have to drive everywhere
1: yeah exactly
0: I mean how do you decide like when to move do you just feel like oh I'm sick of this place let's just pick up and move to another country like you know what is the the motivation
1: it's it's Jenny <laughs> it's,
0: what, it's, what about it's, Jenny it's,
1: it's Jenny that gets bored <laughs> it's, <laughs> no, it's a you have like a, a comfort zone in having me around mm-hmm. everywhere and yeah. you just the uh, and you just mm. drag me around the world and just like so you have your comfort zone but still you get to explore something new
2: well it's not like you're reluctant
1: <laughs> no no not, not at all i'm like yeah yeah we can't go there i, I don't want
2: but it. sometimes you're like sometimes you're like if, if we're moving to a new apartment or something and it can be like two weeks and then i start talking about our next apartment and then you can get a bit bored with me you can be <laughs> yeah, yeah i can be annoyed. like
1: come on we yeah. just moved in yeah
2: so, but i don't know why i because yeah. i think that if i had if i had met david i wouldn't have um, left ever left sweden i think it's just just as you say that i like being with um, with you david makes me feel really safe and that makes moving abroad Mm. or to a new city not feel scary that's great
0: yeah thanks Oh, that's so sweet because you guys yeah. can do it together. And David, you're you're just so supportive. You follow her. You don't really
1: exactly. object. Oh, I have to. <laughs> I <don't> no.
2: <laughs> you're, you're just being humble you because to. you're just as much of the uh, adventurer as I am. You're actually more of an adventurer than I am.
1: Yeah, in one way. In uh, one way, you are. Uh, yeah. yeah, but you're the one getting bored with a place because I'm I'm the one who's like. Okay, we're here. Let's let's stay a while and just mm. like take in relax. this place. Yeah, relax. Mm. Yeah, especially just relax. Mm.
0: Well no, but I mean you guys are living the dream. A lot of people dream of living in all of these different amazing yeah. cities around the world and you're able to do it. You're able to like create for a living and do that. Like let, let's talk about that journey because it must not have been easy, right? To to be able to oh, live yeah. this lifestyle and I mean just like yeah. career wise. Can you talk about that?
1: It seems like, uh, like career-wise, it started pretty uh, late. Like uh, it started like just a couple of years ago mm-hmm. uh, to, to, for mm-hmm. us to be able to like support ourselves yeah. doing this, basically.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, you know, <clears throat> like you said, it's like a dream life, and it really, really is like uh, yeah. uh, it's an it's an incredible, amazing lifestyle. But it has been years of really hard work so if you're not into hard work then I really wouldn't (laughs) recommend this
1: yeah it's like uh, I I don't know how many years we usually say but it's like it it took us I don't know five years to make some money Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) five
2: (laughs) years of being poor and and extremely exhausted yeah
1: like working three jobs and like having no
2: social life yeah
1: and trying to put Mm -hmm. up a youtube video or selling clothes online or whatever it Mm was
2: Uh, we went from like project to project until we found the the right one i think that you know when yeah. when your when your job is also your your hobby you don't really think about the downsides as much because if we wouldn't like love doing it and having fun doing it, then there would be no reason for us to spend five years being bored and
0: tired all the time. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I guess you know all about that. Uh, exactly. Uh, yourself.
0: Yeah. And I love that you point that out. It, it's important for people to know it, it's hard to mm-hmm. make a living online. I mean, yeah. it, for, it might look easy once you see someone who's successful, but it takes work to get there. Yeah, How exactly. How long did it take you until you felt like it was a career? So for me, I started Lavendaire 2014 and I think maybe in two, two and a half years was when I started seeing some money where I was like barely scraping by. But even before I started Lavendaire, I had another YouTube channel where I did music and singing and that started in 2008. Even though it was a hobby, I still feel like that trained me to start Lavendaire. You know, like it. It's not like I mm-hmm. didn't know anything about YouTube and just started and made it in two years. It's. It's more like I've been work. I, I also worked as a video producer for like a food f- event. So I was running another company's YouTube channel before. You know, so I was in th- at the beginning. I was working part time and doing Lavendaire for like two years. And then around two and a half, you know, like you see yeah. some AdSense money come in, some affiliate money come in. So it, it it's more like a gradual thing, right? There's not like one moment where you're like, oh, I made mm-hmm. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a gradual. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And th- then every everyone you look up to is like, you, you think that they just made exactly. it overnight. You're yeah. like,
0: <laughs> But I think that
2: it's interesting what what you point out as well, that, you know, you, you had been doing other videos for this uh, food event mm-hmm. and you also had your other YouTube channel. Yeah. I think this is like the the really usual way to go about building your own career that you start out with thinking that this is going to be the project and then it evolves into something else and something else and then you find the right one yeah like after maybe doing two or three other things that are quite similar and that like hones your skills a bit and maybe grows your following a little bit and then you kind of stumble into something that feels right
0: yeah Exactly, that's right on point. Because it's for you too. Like you had a fashion blog, you sold clothes. I mean, it, all the stuff you did is related to what you do now. Not exactly, but you have to try all these different paths. I mean, that's what I did. I had to try all these different roads in order to like finally land on on this concept. Where when I started Lavendaire, I didn't know that was going to be my job either. Like I just started it, but it ended up being like taking off in a way where I'm like, oh, I could see this as the thing that I do
1: yeah mm-hmm. and you have to fail so many times on the yeah. way. exactly
0: yeah.
2: I, but yeah. I find that so interesting yeah. as well because like once you've made it into a career where you feel comfortable then you can look back upon all those other things you thought might be a career that didn't happen and like mm-hmm. what you learned from that so I, I think that it's like it's usually kind of a quirky cute way of finding your dream job that you think is going to be something and then just being open-minded to see that it might like change into something completely different from what you thought from the beginning
0: exactly like you can't be so strict-minded you just just go in with an open mind and and know that Mm -hmm. your your life might transform into something you've never expect Mm -hmm. definitely Alright my loves, it's time to take a break with our sponsor, FreshBooks. If you're a freelancer or a small business owner, FreshBooks is an intuitive cloud accounting software that's the simplest way to be more organized and productive with your day-to-day paperwork. With FreshBooks, you can create and send professional-looking invoices in less than 30 seconds, set up online payments to get paid faster and more. There's even a new FreshBooks proposal feature, which allows you to include an outline of your project, scope of work, and a timeline. No more switching software, fussing over formatting, and wasting your precious time. FreshBooks is offering all Lavender listeners a 30-day, unrestricted, free trial so you can try it out for yourself. To claim your free trial, go to FreshBooks.com. Freshbooks.com slash lifestyle and enter the lavender lifestyle in the how did you hear about us section. That's freshbooks.com slash lifestyle. So you guys are constantly creating content. I mean, you have your videos, your podcasts, and you create, like, beautiful Instagram photos. How do you structure your time? Like, walk me through your typical week.
1: Well, we really do, like, a Monday to Friday week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, before, when we were struggling, <laughs> it was, you know, seven days a week from 7 a.m. to 11 at night. And working wow. different jobs and mm-hmm. stuff, trying to make it all work. Yeah. Now we're doing, like nine to five that whole thing mm-hmm. uh monday to friday and like we're, we're trying to have the weekends off but uh, of course sometimes
2: it works sometimes uh, it doesn't.
1: and we've been traveling like the last six months <laughs> we've been traveling so much mm. so there uh,
2: everything's a bit up and down when you travel
1: yeah exactly so you just work all the time and you can't really decide what is work and what is not work
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 that's true because you guys enjoy it too i mean mm-hmm. taking photos it's fun right yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: But I think that, uh, you know, what, what really works for us when we're at home, when we're not traveling is to have like on Mondays, we have like an admin day on Tuesdays we shoot a bunch of videos on Wednesdays we have a photo shoot and on Thursdays we edit so we have like themed the days so we know exactly yeah. when we will do
1: what yeah that works really well for yeah, us yeah yeah
0: yeah no I think that's a great tip that's what I try to do too I try to set like Mondays and Tuesdays for shooting and editing Wednesdays Thursdays for more like admin and you know like mm-hmm. just try yeah. to separate or yeah. block your time that's really
2: useful it's because you know when you have your own business you do dabble a bit in everything so <laughs> yes. it gets kind of okay. Over- yeah. If you're trying to do like both emailing <laughs> and taxes and being creative <laughs> on the same
0: day, it's a bit like, ooh. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you become it's a, hard yeah. to get your brain to focus, mm-hmm. you know? You have to set one day for creative stuff and another day for non-creative stuff. Yeah, definitely. So do you have any tips for listeners out there who want to also be creators or also con- like design their own lifestyle the way that you two do?
1: Um, Just
0: do it. <laughs> don't, don't be a perfectionist.
1: Yeah, exactly. It is a cliche, but... Just do it. Yeah. Just and, get it out there. And, and and what I think it's like there, there's there's different uh-huh. kinds of creators. There's the ones that do something so perfect that they can only create like one video per six months or mm-hmm. one video per month that is like excellent mm-hmm. and really amazing. And then there's the ones yeah. that do daily vlogs. And I I, I appreciate both. And I, I'm 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 just thinking there's no right or wrong way. It's mm-hmm. like just create stuff.
2: Yeah. But I think the 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 number one thing uh why people like who who would want to have this lifestyle why mm-hmm. they don't is because they don't have like they don't believe in themselves well enough to put it out there for other people to see and, oh yeah
1: definitely that and i think a you just hurdle. have to
2: yeah you just have to get over it and it's scary but just being able like just doing it anyway mm. and You know, of course, when you begin at something, you're not very good. (laughs) It takes a lot of practice. So just knowing that you won't be good in the beginning is a good start. Yeah. And just being okay with not
0: being perfect. Yeah, that's the key. Being okay with not being perfect and just take the action anyway, right? Because eventually Mm -hmm. you'll get better. Yeah, definitely. I'm curious, did you ever have a moment where you didn't believe in yourself? Or did you two always feel like you believed in yourself? Because you seem like you've always been really hardworking. Are there any tips on that end?
2: (laughs) You know, I doubt myself every day, every single day. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I'm like, like Jenny said, that she's a bad employee. I'm a really good employee. So (laughs) I I like working at a place where people tell me what to do. I'm not like the one having their own business. So this is the wrong thing to do for me. (laughs) it challenges you a bit yeah but actually that's good
0: yeah because then you grow the most when you're uncomfortable yeah and I think now like
2: if you I mean I say I doubt myself every day I think that's healthy if you do it like if it's not too much but I always think it's good to like give yourself feedback and and like take a step back and look at what you're doing all the time I'm not sure if that's doubt but it's like you know reassuring yourself that you're on the right path kind of and I think that, you know, if I look back on when I first started, how much more secure I'm, I'm getting mm. and how much more I feel like a professional now, mm. Bef- you know, because this is the kind of mm. make-believe job. So in, in some ways, it's difficult mm. to like see it as, you know, yourself as being a professional because yeah. you kind of just make stuff up. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm starting to feel now that, you know, I'm, I'm a boss.
1: <laughs> yes. And it's, yeah. it's good
0: to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's like the confidence grows as you do it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: if people like what you're doing, you're like, well, I I guess I have to do I'm doing something, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, I love you both and I wish you both the best. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, I just had a great time. Oh, thank you so much for having us.
1: Yeah, it, it was lovely.
2: This was our first time doing a podcast interview, so. Yes.
0: I know, it, it's so fun and it's even more fun with the both of you because I get to learn about you too and your mm-hmm. just the way you interact. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're going to be on our uh, podcast too, so
1: we'll hang will. out more
0: there. <laughs> yeah so listeners if you want to check out i'm gonna go on jenny and david's podcast called the Mustards. so i'll put a link in the show notes of this podcast as well and don't forget to check out jenny mustard on youtube instagram she's amazing oh thank you so much <laughs> all righty thank you bye bye thank you All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to The Lavendaire Lifestyle. If you like this podcast, please show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. It helps us so much and also helps other people find the show. You can also catch me on YouTube and Instagram at Lavendaire, where I have even more content for the artist of life. Love you all so much. Bye.